I want to welcome you to the Real Love Church podcast, where we are talking everything spaces. I'm your co-host, Steven, and this is your co-host, Rico. My name is Rico. Yes, and we're super excited uh, to be here today, and we're super excited for you to be tuning in with us wherever you're on, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, YouTube, uh, wherever you are. We're super um, grateful for us to be, for you to be tuning in with us. Like I said, we're talking about everything spaces. Right, somebody's probably gonna be like, so, yeah. What what, what are spaces? So, Outer space. So what what, this, what, right? what let, let let the people know what are spaces in our context. Yeah, yeah. Spaces in our context is simply put, it's the intersection of two people and the Holy Spirit. Mm. But a, a, an easier word that just describes that is community. Mm. Spaces is where people exist in community. So good, so good. So why spaces? I get the what, right? And we're gonna dive in deeper into the what because that's. Yeah. It can it can go yeah. up into so many ways, but yeah. I want to know why spaces, just to give you know people a, a foundation of what we're gonna talk about throughout this year. Right. Yeah. You know, over the last couple years, um, I think everybody would be able to admit that life has been challenging. It's been difficult for a lot of people. I mean, and 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 statistics show this. I mean, anxiety and depression levels, according to the CDC, have tripled in the last two years, you know, since mm. COVID-19, um, you know, people have withdrawn. Uh, we've been forced to quarantine. We've been forced into lives of isolation. And that lends to, you know, not just mental health issues, but just, you know, uh, disconnect from people. Mm. And uh, and as a result of that, I think a lot of people have experienced a drift from God. Mm. You can feel um, a distance from God when you feel distant from his people. And so, you know, in 2022, you know, we really, really want to spend time looking at what it means to get back in those spaces mm-hmm. where you experience the love of God, where you experience motivation, inspiration, um, and 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 where the Holy Spirit, you it, you can really feel the most. And that's when you're with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, for our context, spaces is, you know, where, where, where two or more are gathered. And this is biblical as well. You know, when you look in, in Matthew chapter 18, uh, you know, verse 20, the la- last part of that, that that's... That whole part of that chapter is actually more about, you know, conflict management with your brothers and sisters in Christ. But, you know, he says something powerful and it's a promise that Christ makes to his disciples. And he says, you know, when two or more of you gather in one place, I'm going to be there as well. And so that's really the, the, the undertone and the power behind spaces. It's a promise that, mm. that, that we're standing on. So good. So good. And it, it's, it's the cool thing about what we're doing here at, you know, at Real Love Church is that we're not just going to give you a video podcast, but we're also doubling down um, on a sermon series that's also going to be, you know, throughout this month to talk or explain a little bit more about what spaces are, um, why spaces um, and, and things like that, all talking about spaces. So if you're ever on a YouTube channel or want to, you know, see us on a Saturday or, or check us out and to know more information about what spaces are, head to our YouTube channel throughout this month and throughout this this year, right? So talking about sermon series, spaces, teaching series, you gave a nice little word um, this past week, okay? And I want to dive a little bit into something that you talked about, yeah. right? You said this quote, if it is good for us, we drift away from it, right? Okay, so give me a little explanation of what that quote meant into the context of spaces or guiding us into spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, since we've, you know, experienced such a shift in our lives and for many people it's been a a dramatic shift, um, 
for many of us who are Christians, we experience life in community mm-hmm. and every aspect of our life is influenced by that community. That can be our personal goals. That can be, you know, whether they're academic or our relational goals or our goals for our marriage. Um, those things are all supported by the community of the church. And for many of us who have not been able to experience that due to the just the disconnect that's been necessitated by COVID-19, uh, you know, we we have a tendency to drift on those as well. So, you know, that means, you know, if you may have your your own personal, you know, goals with your finances that you may have drifted from or lost sight of. You may have your own personal devotional goals or or goals for your for for growth in your marriage that as a result of your lack of experience in community with the church and and feeling places of movement from the Holy Spirit, you may have drifted away from those things. The reality is if it's a good thing for us, we're going to drift away from it mm. because we naturally are not people who are going to drift toward the things that are, are are good for us. And there's actually scriptural context behind that. You know, Paul says in Romans that there's no good thing in me. And I know that if there's a good thing that is coming out of me, that's the God in me, mm, right? Mm. And so because, unfortunately, due to the nature of sin that we, that, that we have to live with in the human experience, we are naturally going to drift away from the things that are good for us. There's celery here. There's pizza here. I'm going to go to the pizza. <laughs> like, I'm not going to drift toward what's good for me, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's easier to stay in bed in the morning than wake up and work out. Like, that's just the reality because we're not going to naturally drift toward the things that are good for us. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, we can go deep into accountability, yeah. discipline, and I, you know, and you're 100% right because, and, and that's why you keep talking about community mean other people. Right. Right. And right. and for us in the context of spaces is, yes, space can be a location. Yeah. Yes, um, space can can be, um, you know, other, other things. But in our context, space can also be a moment, um, a feeling, uh, right? But, you are a space, right? Right. So, you need your space. So, in context, right? What you just said is is for us to grow, right? Or to you know, you want us to drift away from what um, the good things are, right? But you need for us to continue up in that alley of growth. You need other people, right? Other community, you know. And if we're talking yeah. about in spaces, right? To get to a better space, you need pretty much like. You're a space, I'm a space to get to this higher space. Yeah. We need each other to create that space. Yeah, yeah. Right? But before we get into it is is when you talked about like, oh, if you do drift away and you get to another side, we want to, I guess, say that it's okay in whatever space that you are in now. Right? In the ever space that you're in right now, it could be we talked about, you know, depression, anxiety, and all that stuff. You've, if you've drifted away right, from community, right, you know, it is, it is okay um, to, you know, wherever you are, you're accepted, you're loved, you're valued mm-hmm. in whatever space that you are in right now, right? But there's community to get out of that space, right? right? right. And as you drift away, latch on to community, right? right? What are different ways that you could latch on, practical ways that you can, like if you've actually drifted away, you felt you drifted away, right? you're like, okay, hey, I'm drifting away. What are practical ways that you can to go back into community or what spaces that you can get attached to to get back into those uh, community spaces of church yeah yeah so I I, I think and, and I super I, I don't want I don't want to uh, deviate from your question I want to mm-hmm. come back to it but I think what's instrumental to attaching yourself to spaces or or or, or ha- 
having the courage to get back into community mm-hmm. with people starts with the understanding of your need for community. Mm. And so, like, I want to answer that, and then I'm going to come back to that because it's it's really necessary that people understand why you have to have people around you. And, you know, in the message, that's what I was talking about is that, you know, there's there's really good practical reasons why you need to walk with people in life. You need to walk with people because there's safety in numbers, there's security. You're going to learn from other people, right? Somebody has your back. You need someone to walk with you. You need, you need someone to work with you. You need someone to watch with you. You need someone to, to wait and to weep with you. Mm. You know what I mean? These are very practical reasons why you need to have community because there are certain things in your life that you shouldn't ever experience on your own. Mm. You shouldn't have to sit at a graveside crying alone. That's not what you should have to do. You you shouldn't ever have to be sitting in your room waiting for the results of, you know, a diagnosis alone. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to be suffering through the pain of a divorce alone. Um, God did not design us to live life alone. We were designed in a dyad, meaning two people. Like God in creation saw that it was not good for man to be alone. And you can hear me talk about this a little bit, but in Genesis chapter two, he, you know, he, he looks back and he sees everything he did was good. All these things he created was good. But then he looks at Adam and he says, Adam was created and he says, Hey, this is not good. What's not good about this is that Adam is alone. And Mm. that out of the need that God recognized Adam had for community, for companionship, for friendship, Eve was created. Mm. And so I believe that was a part of God's plan the entire time because this goes even deeper is that even when you back up pre-creation, you have to understand that the Trinity, God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, our community that exists in other-centered love toward each other for eternity past and eternity future. So God literally recreated in humanity the same dynamic of community that he himself exists in. So I just want to lay the foundation first mm. for us understanding why we need other people. We need other people the way we need air. God created us that way. And then, you know, to your question, you know, you're saying, well, what are some practical ways to connect? Once you come to the understanding that you need people, that you need to have connectivity with other people like you who bleed red blood, who who, who, who breathe oxygen, like when you recognize your need for community, ways you can get connected, I think... It starts with jumping and I mean, there's, you know, I know here at Relove, Life Groups is our primary discipleship model. You know, so you're going to jump in a small group with people. Other ways to jump into community is going to be also literally just coming to church, just being a part of corporate worship with people again. There is the spirit there that you're going to feel that's going to impact you. Um, but other ways that it can be much more simple and maybe less demanding of you is, um, you know, call someone, mm. call a friend. Like yeah. we, we, I think we find ourselves in these moments when we're just super alone and we are, are, are not recognizing that somebody's just a call away. Yeah. And, and that, and that could be, that could be for wherever you are in your life or whatever you're going through, you know, there can be a hundred reasons why you don't want to call someone, but literally just call someone, uh, be in the, be, be, go out, <laughs> go out in community again. I mean, th- when we find ourselves in these places of isolation, it's so easy to just maintain that disconnectivity, but in, in, in the context of church, I mean, connect with a small group, connect in corporate worship. If those things don't drive you, go volunteer, like serve. Understand the gratitude. Understand that gratitude is such a tool 
for you when you want to get out of those places of isolation. Mm -hmm. Because when you're serving and you come into context with another person and you're helping meet their needs, you're also going to find that, hey, uh, my life isn't so bad. Or I, you're going to have a change in perspective for your life and, 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 and the things that you've experienced. So... That's good. There's yeah. a couple of things that you mentioned that I really want to jump on. You talked about, um, you know, <clears throat> the different practical things that we, we could do, right? Let's go back to what's what a space is, right? You said a space is two people and the Holy Spirit, right? Right. I feel like we do a lot of the things that you mentioned already, right? Like making phone calls, true. you know, hanging out, right? right? But we never thought that the Holy Spirit was, is in those things. Is in those things. Yeah, yeah. Right, so give me a, a little more context. Cause you talked about you, you talked about the Holy Spirit, how we need a community, or well, what is community that we, like it's a need that God saw. Right, it's a need for. I want you to now put it all together of what that means of two people and the Holy Spirit. Is there what what is the context behind that, or just give me more background of what that is? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> to answer your question, I want to start with this first. Let's 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 begin with the understanding of the Holy Spirit or at least some some general mm -hmm. idea of the Holy Spirit. I already mentioned the Trinity. You have God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is one-third of the person of the Godhead. And the Holy Spirit, according to Scripture, we see in John, uh, I think it's chapter 14, where Jesus is, you know, he's it, this is right after the Passover meal with with the with the twelve disciples, and you know he's he's within hours of you know the crucifixion. We see him explain to the disciples in a moment of trying to comfort them. Now that they've come to the realization that Jesus is gonna is is the is the Son of God, he's the Lamb of God, he's gonna be crucified. Now that they're slowly coming to this realization, they're 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 find themselves in emotional turmoil. In John chapter fourteen, Jesus is actually instructing them, letting them know, hey, I'm not going to be with you for this whole time. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to, I'm not going to abandon you. He said, I'm not going to leave you like orphans, mm -hmm. which again speaks to the need that Jesus recognized for them not to be alone. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm going to leave with you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is not going to walk with you. He's not going to talk with you. The Holy Spirit is going to exist within you. The Holy Spirit's going to live within you. So I first want us to understand in, in mm -hmm. relative to the, to the context of spaces is that you are the house the Holy Spirit lives in. Mm. The Holy Spirit lives in you. So when you walk into a room, you are bringing into that room the Holy Spirit. That's good. So there's God in you. And I know it may sound, you know, that may challenge some people's, uh, I think, just the language that we've grown accustomed yeah, to. Yeah. But I want people to understand in spaces, God lives in you. So when you walk into an atmosphere, you are bringing God into that place. And so for us to really begin embracing what it means to 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 live life in spaces, we need to understand that God lives in me, God lives in you. Now because the two of us, you and I are connecting in fellowship because we've said yes to being together and sharing time, space and matter, the God in you connects to the God in me. Mm. That is the power of space. And, 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 and spaces is just the word that we're using to communicate um, the community that exists between two people when they're connected. Um, I forgot your original question, no, no, man. You're but, good, you're good. So, but, so pretty much, like, you know what, what you're saying, talking about, you know, the, that was a lot. I'm over here just yeah, yeah, processing what you're saying. <laughs> but, it, but it's good. So now let's put that into the context of the answer that you gave before that, which is like a call. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. or a text. Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. Or, or, or going out. Right. Right. So right. now you're telling me that <clears throat> me texting you. Is creating a space, right, where 
the Holy Spirit is. Yeah. Right now, 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 yeah. ex- after explaining all of that, yeah, now, now I'll explain that part because for me, a text, if I text, you know, one of my homies, I don't, I don't see it. The perspective of me doing that because I've been texting my friends for years. Right. I've been calling my friends my, for years. Right? right. So how does how does my perspective change or what a space is knowing that the Holy Spirit lives in me and the Holy Spirit lives in them? Right. Right. And then I got a question after this, but let's answer this okay. one first. Yeah. No, this is a good question because it also reminds me of a question that was asked to to us a couple weeks ago. It's like, hey, so are we just like, is everything a space every time? Like a high five, boom, that was a space. Like, how do we actually qualify spaces? And 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 the 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 best way to qualify a space is simply ask yourself, hey, did I feel the Holy Spirit in that? Mm. Did I feel the Holy Spirit in that exchange? So again, it it begins with a, a baseline understanding that God lives in you. Mm. It does require engaging in life in spaces, does require some level of your spiritual awareness. Understand some level of your relationship with God, right? And, and that's why in Matthew 18, he was speaking to the, the disciples, to the disciples. He was speaking to them. He wasn't speaking to people who didn't believe in him. He was speaking to people who do believe in God. And so spaces is for is 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 for believers, but don't get me wrong, it can be brought to non-believers as well. And we can get into that later. But when you're just sharing a text message, if you're reaching out in a moment where you are destitute, where you feel like you need hope from another person, there's a need there that's spiritual that that person's response is going to fulfill. Mm. That is a space. Because it's the God in them that is filling that need that you have. If it's just a quick conversation in the break room with a friend and you guys are talking about the football game, maybe that's not a space. You look back on that conversation, hey, did I, did I have, you know, did I have, did I feel the spirit in that? Um, but does that mean that every conversation needs to be a Bible study? Absolutely not. Mm. It's when the need in you is connecting with the need in another person and through the Holy Spirit, you guys are meeting each other's needs. Well, wow, that's so good. And, and, well, I mean that, yeah, that that is really good, and I love everything about it. And you write about the non-believers stuff because we're gonna dive into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Later, on, that's a whole other yeah, you know, the ball game. But we've been doing this stuff already, right? We've been doing our stuff. We've 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 grieved with people. Right. We've been, you know, with with people that have gone through things that, and then there's people that have been with us. Yeah. When we've gone through things, right? Yeah. And and all we're doing here in 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 a church or a, uh, in this podcast is changing the perspective right. of what spaces that you've already been creating right. but not being intentional right. about the, creative, the space you're going to create exactly. going forward. Exactly. Right? And you mentioned this verse and I love it. It's First Thessalonians 5.11 from the NIV version. You said, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, comma, comma, yeah. just as, in fact, you are doing. Right. Break that down. Yeah, that's that down. that's that's Paul speaking to the church in Thessalonica, saying, "Hey, you guys are," and he's encouraging them in this verse. He's, you guys are committed to this life together. You guys are already doing this. Stay doing it. Don't give up. And we also hear, and this was a big part of Paul's ministry as he was traveling from place to place post crucifixion. Um, you know, this is this is the the beginning of the church, right? And, you know, he's traveling place to place, beginning churches and pastoring, you know, congregations and planting churches. You know, that's a really big thing is like, hey, don't neglect the fellowship. We hear mm. him say that, you mm. know, don't don't abandon the assembly that because even then, I think the disciples and the people of the New Testament that began the church understood the power of their togetherness. Mm. And so what's wonderful about it is that they're saying, hey, you are already doing life together. 
Paul's, you know, Paul is telling the, to the church in Thessalonica, you know, like you have been doing, just don't stop. Mm. That's that's really what it is. With spaces, we are living life in spaces. We do this already. You eat dinner with your family at night. You have phone conversations, you know, with your spouse throughout the day. Uh, you know, you 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 are connecting with your buddy at the baseball game, you know, when both of you guys' kids are playing. Like, these are things that are already happening. So in the context of Relove Church, you know, this year we're spending our, our time uh, our goal this year is to create and experience ten thousand spaces for mm. Relove Church, and 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 we are committed to to counting mm. and celebrating each one of those. And so we truly believe that we can fulfill that goal because it's happening already. So it's not like we need people to start creating spaces. No, we just need people to realize and acknowledge when the Holy Spirit is in their space. Mm. And and the Holy Spirit, when you're talking about spaces, like you said before, it's just not about like, hey, we want you to go and have Bible studies with everybody. Yeah. Right, that that's not that's not. I mean, yeah. if it if it goes that one that that way, then it's okay. Right. But you know, if you're if somebody is going through something and and you both see each other at a at a football game, and just be like, hey man, you know I'm here for you, bro. Right. Right. Like that that's the space. Right. Even though you're not talking about the word Jesus wasn't there, not a prayer must a prayer. What probably wasn't there, but you just being present. Yeah. In that person's life. Yeah. Can also. You know, think of it as a as a as a space. Right. Right. So, like, like the verse said, therefore encourage one another and build each other up. Right. He does I mean, yes, that has to do with prayer and like things like that. But that could just be like, hey, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for whatever you're doing. Right. If, if, if right. you, if you just, you know, you, you graduate from school. Right. Like, if, if I, if you know, you might have, have a hard time at school and you finally graduated and nobody saw. Yeah. Right. You being that person and being like, hey. Like I saw that you graduated, man. Like congratulations. Yeah. You don't know what that person is going through. You That's know right. what? You don't know the space that that person is experiencing. Correct. Because a space is a human experience. Right. 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 So now this intentionality or perspective is changing, or not changing, but adding to that human experience by bringing the spirit in there. Right. Right. So it goes from space is a human experience, changing the perspective into a spiritual. Yeah. Like a, a experience that you yeah. can create. And, and you're touching on something that's really fundamental to our understanding of two things, spaces and being human, mm -hmm. is that, you know, while for our context here at Relove, we're celebrating spaces um, in 2022, we're celebrating spaces where two or more have gathered, that requires at least two people and the Holy Spirit for that, that for space in our context for Relove. But on even a more rudimentary level, you are a space. Like, like I kind of yeah, shared already, yeah. you are a space because the Holy Spirit lives and dwells within you. You have a relationship with another person in the person of Jesus Christ through the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. So that that alone is a space as well. So to some degree, if you break it down more granularly, we're looking at spaces um, that exist within us relative to our relationship with God mm -hmm. and the needs that we have that the Holy Spirit is meeting and the prayers that we have. Those, we are individual spaces as well. Ooh. I'm gonna jump on that real quick. Hold on, yeah, you yeah. keep going, but like, okay, so you're talking about the individual spaces and the spaces that you created with Jesus Christ. Talking about your your human experience with Jesus Christ from years past. Yeah. Right. So let's just let's just put this into perspective. Okay. You know, we all have our own experiences in life that Jesus came and pretty much changed our whole lives yeah. around, and we're here now. Right. Right. Those spaces that were created between you and Christ. Are not supposed to just stay with you in Christ, right? Right. Those spaces need to be right, like told, mm 
mm-hmm. right? I mean, not, not you don't have to take like the whole the whole space, right? But those spaces that you that you created with 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 Christ and the Spirit and your personal walk with Christ, because somebody might be going through the exact same, you know, human experience that they don't see uh, uh, the next, you know, uh, open light or anything like that, right? right? But you experience that level, right? So this is another point that you said, all right? God expects you. To tell others about what he has done in your life. Yeah. Okay, so switch up to spaces. So God expects you to tell others about the experience that you went through in the space that you guys created between each other. Right. Right. Now, now, now dive deeper into right, what Right, right, right. So God is so we need to acknowledge that what we're experiencing with each other, or what 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 you are experiencing with God is in an, in and of itself a space, right? Mm. So if you start with that understanding that, hey, God has saved my life. God has changed my circumstances. God has answered this prayer. God has, has, has manifested that miracle. God has done something for me. He's added value to my life. I've experienced life change as a result of my relationship with the person of God through Jesus Christ. You recognize that, that you have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And we all have a story to tell, mm-hmm. even if we don't think of it as a testimony or we don't think of it as, you know, this grand, you know, you know, epistle or letter to the Rome. You know what I mean? It's, it's not all that. You got a story and that story could be told in a tear. Mm. That story can That's be told deep. in a moment of silence. That's deep. That story can be told in the way you serve. That story can be told in the way you love a sick puppy. You know, that story can be told in the way you hug someone. You have a story to tell. All of those are spaces. It's not that you need to verbalize in every conversation for it to qualify as a space. No, a space can be a a, a moment of emptiness where you're experiencing presence with another person. Some of the most powerful God experiences I've experienced have been in complete silence where I'm surrounded by the correct people, where I'm surrounded by people that who I know have my heart, who are mourning with me or grieving with me or feeling with me. That's, that's a space. So I just want to put out there that before we get into like telling your story, your life tells your story, the Mm. way you live, the decisions you make, how you prioritize. That is a result of the overflow of the joy you have from your space that you've experienced with God. So there's that. But then yes, in telling your story, yeah, there is a power in you verbalizing your story to another person. And in those spaces, it can, it can be, it can be a huge opportunity for the spirit to move in the life of another person. We were not created again, um, to be independent of each other. So there's actually things that we need from each other. I need to know how, God brought you through an addiction, or I need to know how God brought you through a battle. I need to know how and why God brought you back to church because we don't know when we're connecting with another person if they're going through that same thing too. We don't know what struggle they're going through that they don't see light at the end of the tunnel, like you're saying, but they saw that you saw light. So now your light becomes my light. Wow. Your win becomes, wow. my, becomes my win. And when we're really talking about encouragement, we, we're really considering the fact you, we really need to be, we need to think of life this way is that whatever battle you're in may not even be for you. Wow. Somebody may need your win. They need your victory just to have hope to continue their own fight. And so when you really look at spaces, you realize that every part of your life, your existence alone is a testament to what God has done in your life. So share that with people. Live in community. It doesn't mean you got to preach, but it just means that you have to be committed to the fellowship, like Paul said. That's so good. Woo. Oh, <laughs> so, it's hot in here. I'm going to shake I'm be the caffeine, but that, that was good. You're preaching to me. <clears throat> and it, that's, that's, I love how you talk about the tear. And, and it's not just about 
speaking or, or, or using like my famous, ver- my famous word, verbology. Verbology. <laughs> it's not just the whatever, verbology. Whatever that is, right? Um, so I'm going to just tell you a little bit about like, you know, my story of, of, of what it is. And this might help out, you know, church leaders. Yeah. You know, period. When I was away from church for a couple years, right, um, it, it was a conversation that I, that I had with, with a friend that, that kind of just said like, hey, you know, I, I know a church that's all about reloving people. Yeah. Right? That's all they said. That's all he said, right? But that was just the initial contact, right? But when I came to church, when I came back to church for the first time, first time, the, the first time I stepped after being, being out of church for, you know, good five, six years, right? Uh, Miri came up to me, and I mean, if you don't know who Miri is, but, you know, she's a member of our church, uh, came up to me, and, and after the slap, she gave me a, she gave me a hug. You got to talk about the slap, though. Yeah. People are like, what do you mean after the slap? After, after you know, she's... That, that's how she shows love. Yeah, yeah, that's, right? how, she that's, how, she, that's how she shows love, <laughs> right? It was a guy's nice little slap, right? But it was in that space. No words were spoken. Mm-hmm. There was no word spoken, mm-hmm. right? But in that space, I felt this is what I've been missing for years. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is what I, I, I've been feeling that I've been missing for. There was a need for that. It was a hug. That's what it was. It was a right. hug right. in that power moment, right? So. You know, not just switching it. Like if you're a, if you're a church leader, or or if you're a volunteer um, at your church on Saturday or Sunday, you, like do whatever you do with excellence. Yeah. Okay. Because it might not be what you say. It might just be what they people see. It yeah. might be a hug. If you're if you're the first contact at a parking lot, if you're a if you're a parking attendant, yeah. right? The need or the power moment or the space that you create can change the whole life of somebody just by giving them a hug. That's right. That's right. And <clears throat> when I, I love that you are even focusing. Uh, I love that, that, that your target with your message right now with what you're saying is even to church leaders as well because there's an opportunity to encourage people mm-hmm. because we know as church leaders, as, as pastors and content coordinators and, and, and event you know, doers, like church is an active thing. You know, there is, if we really embrace the power behind the most granular level of the Holy Spirit's movement in our life, we will recognize the value in everything we do. Wow, yes, wow. Don't cancel that event because there's just one person coming. That's still a space. Don't, you know, don't feel bad that your numbers were low this week because the people who were there were the people that needed that space. Yes. You know, don't, don't, I mean, I, I, I'm also not negating numbers. I understand the, and recognize the value of numbers. Numbers tell stories. We know this, but, but it's easy for us as church leaders to get down on ourselves about the ministry or the quality or, or what we're doing. Stay committed to what you're doing. It's, it's at the end of the day, it's togetherness. If you got a roof, even if you don't have a roof, if you are a person who's in a, in a place and you're inviting other people to be a part of that space, you're, you're, you're creating church. That's church. So just stay encouraged with what you're doing because on the most granular level, it's the spirit's work anyway. All yes. you need to be, all you need to do is be committed to, to showing up. Yes. Yes. That's, oof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take that. And then, you know, like, I'm going to add one more point to that yeah. and then we'll move on from this okay. whole church. Because, okay. you know, me, me and Rico are, you know, church leaders in our perspective ministries. Yeah. Right. And, and, and we've talked about church as it is on a Saturday or Sunday, right? But church don't stop on just Saturday or Sunday, right? Right? Church is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's right, yeah. Right? So whatever you're doing on Saturday, I want that exact same, you know, excellence throughout the week. And you just said, 
keep showing up. Yeah. Right, keep showing up. But when we talked about the different version of what a space is, we also talked about texting and calling and stuff like that, right? Exactly. Look, you, if you're a, a, a youth director or, or you're somebody that is on top of a, a, of a ministry, right? Like, you don't want you know, your kids or, or your members to be like, you know, where were you? Mm. Right, where were mm-hmm. you when I needed you mm-hmm. needed you most? Mm-hmm. Right, so contact them. That space is needed. Yeah. Send like, that text. Yeah, send that text out. Yeah. You you need to create that space. Yeah, right. You need to create that space. If God saw a need for it, then you definitely right. see a need for that. Right, right. right? So, oh man, there's a whole other that's a know, there's a whole other leadership a podcast yeah, that's that, that we can you know dive dive into. This is right. Great. This is this is I'm excited for for spaces this year because yeah. there's just so much that we could go off. It of. is, yeah. And I'm excited for the the people that we're gonna bring into this podcast, right? And and, and the the experiences that or the space that they will share. And if you have a, an experience or a space that you have you've been a part of or that you've you know shared recently, always you know you can contact us. We'll have our your email out there. You can DM us on social media. Um, you know, subscribe to our buttons and and, and comment on this if you have. And a space that you shared for sure hit that hit that right. that, that subscribe button right yeah. let's go let's go a little deeper okay let's go a little deeper because you okay. went ham okay. on this sermon <laughs> okay hmm. you ready i guess man you ready <laughs> who in your life is falling short of the finish line because you refuse mm-hmm. to run with them yeah yeah i'm gonna say that one more time yeah i'm gonna say that one more time who in your life is falling short of the finish line because you refuse to run with them? Break that down for me. Give me some foundations behind yeah. it. Break that down. That was a question I asked, you know, in the sermon because I think we had the tendency, again, to believe that spaces are something that we need. While that's true, spaces are something that the people around you need as well. And all throughout scripture, especially in the New Testament, you see language that compares the Christian journey to a race or to a walk. Um, and I referenced some of those in the sermon. I mean, you, 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 we, we have to recognize that we are genuinely running a race. We have a place to go. We have a purpose to fulfill. God has called us somewhere. There's a finish line. And where there is a finish line, there is purpose and the truth of the matter, though, is that you are not running that race alone. That purpose is not singular. It's not independent. Your purpose, your life, your struggles is intertwined into the purpose, life, and struggles of other people, all within the meta narrative of God's plan for creation. And when you recognize that you're not running alone, then you realize that people are depending on you. Mm-hmm. And so then you realize in your moments of, of darkness that someone needs you. There's light in being needed. Oh, yeah. And you realize in your moments of depression and withdrawal from people that somebody needs you. And there is purpose that pulls you out of those places of darkness and depression when you realize that you're needed. At the end of the day, though, what, what, what the Bible makes clear is that we there is the what the bible makes clear is that the ramifications of not showing up to your spaces Ooh. What, what, what? the ramification of not showing up to your spaces ends in death for someone else and i'm not being dramatic what i'm saying is that people go to christless graves every day wow and i'm not saying that a person's life 
it falls on your back to yeah, carry. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. That's the work of the spirit, right? But I am saying that the Bible is clear that we are a part of the call of the ministry of God. God has decided even in our brokenness to partner with us to, to create this mission, which is why he picked all these busted up disciples and, you know, in, in the beginning and said, hey, go ye therefore into all nations. He now said this was my job. This is the job we did in my ministry with you for the last three years. Now this is your job. The Holy Spirit's going to go do that with you. At the end of the day, people are dying and going to Christless graves. And we, as Christians, are sitting back saying, hey, I'm not going to go to church. I'm not going to join a life group. I'm not going to go service. I'm not going to go volunteer. I'm not going to do that because I have all these other reasons. Your reasons may be valid, uh, but at the end of the day, who is not going to finish their race because you don't want to run with them? Yeah, so good. And, and and we're not talking about like, hey, you need to go become a pastor. Right. Like, we're, right. You need right. to start going baptizing people right. everywhere you go. Like, no, 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 no. Like, you need John, to be a friend to someone. Yeah, That's it. John 13, 35 says this. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Yeah. It's not, it's not if, you're, if you're a pastor. Nope. Not if, you know, then you're not, not going to know preacher. by your preaching, None by your teaching, None by your, you know, communion service. Nope. It's just simply by the love that you have for other people. Yeah. And that, 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 that's good, man. You, I'm over here saying like, man, I got to text some people. Right? Yeah. No, me too. To, me to, too. Yeah. You know, if, if you take anything from, from this topic, right, is text a friend. Yeah. Text Te a friend. Text a friend and, and just say, you know, you, you're, you're, you're there for them. If you need somebody or go get some food with somebody. Yeah. Stay right? connected. Stay connected. So good, so good. All right, it, your question just got, got deeper. Okay. Like you need to you need to watch this sermon. Okay. <laughs> like you need to watch the sermon to have context of what these questions are coming for. Because this next one's even deeper than the one I just asked you. Okay. Okay. If following Jesus doesn't tie you to hurting lonely people, yeah, you're not following Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, I don't think I. Yeah, I don't think I mentioned that point in the sermon, but that really. I mean. You have to ask yourself, where is my walk with God leading me? If mm. it's leading you only to Bible study and not to the profession of your faith, then are you really walking with God? I'll mm. say it again. If your journey is leading you only to personal Bible study, but not to the profession of your faith as a result of that Bible study, are you actually journeying with God? Is, is your journey leading you to broken people mm, is your journey right bringing you into a place where you have the opportunity to impact others yeah, if it's not yeah. let's talk about that journey mm. I, I love i love i love how you 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 said that and we're gonna go because i feel like this question in itself is pretty it's pretty deep um as it is right so there's different spaces in this right okay the space that we talked about between you and the holy spirit you and the holy spirit right you and right. god yep are you saying this is more? This is kind of a question because I have a question about this. Cool okay. as it is, are 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 you saying that? Okay, we're all we're all tired of hurting people. Yeah. Right. By you saying if following Jesus doesn't tie you to hurting lonely people, you're not following Jesus. Meaning that you're just not gonna know that they're not hurting. That's a good. That's a good. A good point of distinction, <laughs> because there is d definitely an awareness that's acquired by you being in community with God. Mm -hmm. So, if in your journey, if your journey with God, if what you're learning and what you're praying and in your devotion time is not leading you to an awareness of other people's pain, wow, 
then again, we need to ask ourselves how genuine, like what, what is your, what is your walk about? Because look at, look at the new Testament. Jesus came into contact with the disciples. The disciples lives were turned upside down. Their, 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 their boats were repurposed for fishing. You know, their skills as tax collectors were repurposed, um, you know, for people. So when Jesus came into into contact with the disciples themselves, they then had their eyes opened up to this whole new world of ministry that they didn't exist in before. So if your relationship with God is not making you aware of who's hurting around you, then we need to actually consider what is your relationship with God based on? What is the fruit? And this is what this is what the this is what the fruit of the spirit means. This is the fruit of the spirit. Are, is there joy in your life? Is are you being patient with people? Are you being kind with people? That's what this is. If you don't see fruit, are you connected to the vine? If you don't see fruit, are you tied to the tree? And that's and that's really so. Yes, like the, your relationship with God should bring you to an awareness, an elevated awareness of where people are hurting around you. Why? Because you were designed to be the catalytic agent to repair their pain. Wow. We've talked about a lot of spaces in yeah. this in this in this past hour. We talked the space between you and Christ. Yeah. We've talked the space between human and human. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about the space about human, human and. God. The Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Almost like a little triangle. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> if our, if our, uh, on top of that, if, if our <clears throat> space between us and the Holy Spirit is broken, does that affect the spaces that we create with others? If our space between us and the Holy Spirit is broken, does that affect the space we create with others? Yeah, see, that's a, that's a, um, that's a, a tricky question because Saying yes to that then indicates that the inverse is true, that you can only help people when you're not broken. Mm. And that's not that's good. true. That's good. So while we do have, as Christians and believers, we have a responsibility to steward our relationship with God in a way that produces fruit, we are not disqualified from ministry because of our brokenness. Yeah, say that again. Please say that again a little slower because I don't understand it the first time. (laughs) Although we as Christians have a responsibility to steward our relationship with God in a way that produces fruit in other people's lives, we are not disqualified from ministry because of our brokenness. Wow, that's so good. In fact, the Bible teaches that we are predestined, that, 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 that Paul says that Paul is not, Paul said that those, what is it, that he God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called, Mm. which means it's in our weakness that God's strength is made perfect. So it's because of our brokenness that we are qualified to minister to others. Wow. Which can go a whole other other place. And you can, and and, and exactly, jumping on that is all the spaces that we experience. And that's what goes back to what we talked about, like you need to tell, you know, your your experience. You know, we always talk about like inviting people to church. Right. Always talking about inviting people to church, right? right? Like, why am I going to invite somebody to something that they don't know about? Mm-hmm. Right? What if we mm-hmm. what if we say, what if you explain or tell the story of the space that you experience with Christ? Yeah. And then, yeah, you invite them to church. Right. Right. Like, that'll become a difference. They're saying like, "Hey Rico, like, you know, come to this restaurant." Right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you before, like, right. hey, yo, man, I, I experienced the best burger, yep. the best thing, yep. best service. Yep. The, they were cool, they were quick. Yeah. Like, you should come. Yep. Right. Like when we're inviting people to, to to church, don't just be like, hey, man, come to church, come to church, come to church. Like, 
just be like, yo, this is what God did in my life, yeah. in my spaces right. throughout. And then because of that, that's right. I'm at this. Then invite him to church. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the whole context can change when we re- when we recognize that church isn't a building. Mm. That you are church. Yes. Again, if God is existing in you and the spirit enters into the room when you enter into a room, that means when you walk into a restaurant, you are bringing God with you. Now, what if, like you're saying, what if we changed our context and said, instead of trying to get people to go to a place to appease our numbers and our graphs and our charts and our, our attendance goals, what if instead we started bringing church to people mm. and saying, hey, this is what God has done for me? What if we showed up at the bar and we're praying over people? Mm. What if we had Bible studies at the hookah lounge. What if we show up to the homies party where we know they're, they're, you know, they may be doing things that may not fall in line with what is Christian for your life. And I'm going to say that because I do believe that that's, that's, that's relative, you know, but what if we brought our light, our fruit, right? Our joy, our peace, our kindness, our patience to those spaces and said, Hey, I'm this way because of God. This is what I experienced. You can experience that too. Now they're going to have a reason to be with you in fellowship and in community. We oh, need we good. need to remember that there's there's an author, um, you know, that I enjoy, Ellen White. She actually said that Christ Christ lived and dwelt among them, them being people who did not know him. Christ lived and dwelt among them as one who wished the best for them. He just wanted to connect with them. He wanted the best for them. It says, and then he bade them follow, which means then he invited them to church. He didn't say, hey, come and see. He also said, hey, we need to go and tell. Now you're going to the whole, I'm already taking notes on There's leadership in spaces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is leadership, a, uh, yeah. ministry in spaces. Yeah, discipleship. Life group, right. discipleship, everything. And, and the power, yeah. in the power of spaces, right? Wow. This is a this is a, a a a good little little session and and like I said before I'm just super excited for what's gonna come in this in this year yeah. and all the different guests <clears throat> that we're gonna have right and and next week we're gonna come in with another with another episode and we're we're dropping these podcast episodes every Wednesday at 7 p.m. yeah right and all our and all our streams for you to tune in and, and talk a little bit more about. Spaces, because that's all we do here. We're talking about we're talking spaces, spaces yeah. right? And and like I said before, if you have a space or if you experience a space or you want to know a little bit more about what spaces are, you know, drop it in the comments. Uh, send us a DM. Uh, subscribe. You know, we want to get this information out to everything. And, yeah. and and all we're trying to do here is change the perspective of the things that you're already doing. You're already doing. This is nothing new. Exactly. This is nothing new. But we just want to change the perspective of what you're already doing and almost. Helping you become more intentional about about recognizing exactly. when the spirit is moving in your connectivity with other people. Right? So good, so good. I got I got chills, and I feel this is a space. It's good because I feel the spirit. Yeah. Throughout this, and wherever you're watching us at home in your cars, um, I pray that the, the spirit is is in that presence. Yeah. Right. And um, we'll see you guys um, um next week. But before we we close up, Pastor Real, can you give us a, a a word of prayer? Yeah, for sure. God, we're grateful. We acknowledge um your your presence with us here in this time and this place. Uh, We're grateful for the hope that we have as a result of the power you've given us to connect with other people. Let us hold on to that hope. Let us stay committed to the fellowship um, and truly engage in, 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 in community and fellowship with you through each other. Uh, God, I pray for our listeners and we're grateful for the opportunity to have shared today in Jesus name. Amen. 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 I'll see you guys next week.